someone is writing a role for you right now, like this exact moment, or like maybe it's already written and they're looking for you, but I just know that like it's coming for you and Mm -hmm. you believe that and you know it and your heart and your cells that it's coming. And I think this process also just like prepares you for that. gonna be lit yeah we should have brought the, the bottle <laughs> hello ladies and gentlemen we are back we're back um sorry for the hiatus for one week <laughs> but even never again we had to get our gather our wits get our wits about us we were on vacay oh mm-hmm. should we start off let's start at, like welcome <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. Okay. Sometimes we drink wine while we do it. Sometimes. Yeah. We thought, you know, I've always wanted to do like the BuzzFeed thing where the guy drinks. Wine about it. Is it wine about it? Yeah. But now I think he quit BuzzFeed and now he's doing his own thing. Why would you? Oh, what was his old thing? No, his own thing. Oh, oh, okay. Um, what is it called? I think it's like, I don't know what it's called, but he has his own thing now and he does it in his apartment. His apartment looks really nice, by the way. And he has his own podcast podcast oh my god he's living large but i listened to one episode of his podcast and i couldn't do it it was like too negative Mm, you mm. know what i mean yeah no not the negativity i just love that he got drunk and like got progressively drunk it was the whole thing the greatest thing in the world i it was like a tv show i waited every new episode each week if you don't know what we're talking about google buzzfeed I think it's wine about it. Yeah, the guy just, like, chugs wine or something at the beginning and then, like, talks about stuff. Mm -hmm. So, essentially, that's what this is going to be. And it's always (laughs) negative. It's always, like, why Thanksgiving is the worst. Oh, the worst. Yeah, no. But ours is going to be positive. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it might be a little negative. Uh, Not negative. It's just... It's not negative. We're not going to be negative at all. We're just going to talk about things. So... Brace yourself. (laughs) So, today... Today on the pod... We don't have a guest, but that's fine, because we'll have one next week. We are the guests, and that's all you need to know. You're welcome. Introducing. But I think just to keep in the theme of film industry and, honestly, like, entertainment in general, mm-hmm. I think we should talk about rejection, because it's at the forefront of my mind, because I was just... Love that. Gracie. Thank you, Becky. Such a good idea. <laughs> um... I mean, to be honest, I was just rejected pretty big, like, major time, like, less than 48 hours ago. It's okay. And today I'm fine, but You're good. on Monday it happened and definitely had to hold it together while I was at work and then just had not the greatest mm-hmm. night. But it's okay. It's okay. I know. Things happen. I still had good feedback, but essentially auditioned for... A role that was very big on a project that I loved. I haven't really wanted something so badly before mm-hmm. in a while. Like, obviously, I want everything that I auditioned for. But this one was, like, really near and dear to me for multiple reasons. And I found out that they just, like, decided to go a different direction. I just wasn't what they were looking for. I still got positive feedback, which is great. But at the end of the day, it's rejection. And I feel like all of that can kind of be talked about because everybody goes through rejection in different ways and Mm -hmm. it's like is there a proper way to handle it is there you know like how do you come out of it and I think one of the main questions that I get as an actor from people that are outside of the business is how do you handle rejection Mm -hmm. and my go-to answer is like oh it's just part of it you know I kind of like brush it off yeah but then the other night I was like oh this was really important to me like that's different yeah. rejection than, you know, I guess that we're all used to. Right, yeah. So, I guess, take it away. <laughs> yeah, well, and so I obviously um, have been rejected on many levels in my life, but not in the acting world, so I'll be taking it on a different level. But I would like to talk more about that because I want to know, like, how you personally deal with it, but also mm-hmm. advice you have for other people that, not just in the acting world, but... um 
I mean, just your advice on how to deal with it, but also, like, what's next? Like, how do you mm-hmm. move through those emotions and that process? Um, and But, like, how do you not necessarily bounce back from it, but, like, how do you learn from that? I mean, because it sucks. Like, you, right. you want something so bad, and it doesn't pan out. And, like, you know logically, like, you're like, okay, like, that wasn't meant to be. And we say that to ourselves, mm-hmm. but, like fucking sucks right sorry mom (laughs) but like yeah so talk about how you know talk about the whole process from start to finish of like all the emotions you go through I think for me um the best way I described it and as cliche or as dumb as it might sound it really felt like a breakup like it Mm. because it was something that a lot of times with auditions you won't hear if you did well or you won't really get feedback at all you, you don't, don't get re- feedback right you don't get feedback unless you get a call back or you get the part mm-hmm. so a lot of I feel like I'm almost way more used to silently being rejected because it's mm. like oh clearly I didn't get it but I didn't hear anything it's you know I didn't crystal clear hear or read on an email like we're going somewhere else or you know what I mean so it's just kind of like one and done throw away the script I did it if something happens great like Mm -hmm. it that becomes the norm but with this particular project I had been in contact with um or at least my management had been in contact with like the casting directors and stuff and I'd gone in for a role that I also didn't get but they were like but we'd love to see her for this role so it was basically like a callback because they liked me enough to bring me in for something else so it was already like a glimmer of hope yeah and I felt really proud with the work that I did and um you know and I even told like my family or you know people that were asking about it like oh you know what at the end of the day like I know I made a good impression I'm really proud of what I did I would not change a thing like and I just want to do good work. Like, that kept going in my mind. I just want to do good work. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, it's okay if I don't get it. It's okay if, you know. But I think I still got my hopes up because I had been, you know, receiving good feedback. Good feedback, yeah. And when I found out that I just wasn't exactly what they were looking for, it all came down to my age, which that mm. was a hard pill to swallow because I'm not old, but I'm also not as young as some people Mm -hmm. and I'm now in a weird bracket of I can pass for young or like college maybe maybe late high school depending on what direction they're going in but I'm not old enough to go in for that first role that I went in for Mm -hmm. which happened to be someone that is technically my age now but I don't look you don't play that yeah tv so it was like oh cool well now I'm in a weird bracket. It's not my age. Mm-hmm. Or it is my age and I'm not what I'm not the right fit. Right. So that was hard. And then it was just like I felt it like in my stomach, like I immediately like didn't feel good. Like it was almost and it came in waves, like progressively. Like I cried all the way home, like just being honest. And then I got home and I kind of like tried to decompress and like take a bath and I like was like, Oh, okay, like I'm over it, like it sucks, but I'll go to bed and I'll feel fine. Then I was watching TV, and it was just, like, little triggers, like, kind of kept coming up. I was like, this feels like a breakup. Like, it's, yeah, like, someone, it. yeah, like, someone cut it off. And, and did it also, sorry to interrupt, but did it, I have a question, did it hurt you more to know the reasons why, or did that help you with closure of, like, I didn't get it? Like, knowing that yeah, you were not age. I don't know. I think that the fact that I got positive feedback, despite the fact that I didn't get it, did help because it was like well I did something right because mm-hmm. they wouldn't tell me that I was good if I wasn't yeah but at the same time it's just like now it's gone you yeah. know it's and, a not you it's me but we're still breaking up right exactly and but by that point I would have needed to know if yeah. I'd gotten it or not because I was driving myself crazy so I'm glad I did know so now I can move on but at the same time it was just like this is so out of my control and I yeah. obviously we all know that but it hit me even more it's like the things that were wrong with it it had nothing to do with talent mm-hmm. it was out of my control like it's things I can't change about myself I can't change my age I can't right. change or like, what I play yeah. or what I did yeah exactly so that was hard I don't know if there's really a proper way to cope with it I think coping with it the best thing you can do is just 
dealing with it Mm -hmm. like I kind of allowed myself like my mom was like it's okay to cry because I feel like I don't I don't really cry or if I do it's don't you never cry I feel like I'm a pretty positive person so she's like it's okay like to be disappointed but I kind of take that as like well then I feel like I'm not grateful for the opportunity or like I'm not like I'm not grateful for you know the fact that I did something really cool but that's the Gemini I get the dual personality. Yes. <laughs> but, um. That's hard though. Yeah. I think just prior rejection is just like allowing yourself to be upset about it and like take that time to cry and just get it all out and then move on. Cause I felt better yesterday and I felt even better today. And it's just like, now I can talk about it, you know? Yeah. Whereas before, like, I didn't did not want to talk about it. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. No, because it's also embarrassing. Yeah, I know. You feel... Well, and it's not, but I do get the stigma around that of, like... Like, I didn't get it, but, like, so many other people didn't get it, too. Only mm-hmm. one person got it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not even done. Like, and yeah. I, like, I know that they're still seeing people for it. They're still taking appointments. They haven't found what they're looking for yet, but they have it in their mind. And, like, I know that callbacks are in the next few days Mm -hmm. and you know it's all this information I know and I think that almost makes it worse because it's like oh well now I can't do anything about that yeah I know I won't be there right and we also have a friend that's going in for the same project that was auditioning for the role of my brother who is or like the role of the brother that I would um you know be going in for and as soon as I saw him the other day, I was like, nope, I know I didn't have it. And I found out right after that. Oh. Because it's just, we don't look anything alike. Yeah. And it's like, that's very clear the direction they're going into. And I can't change that about myself. You yeah. know? So That's hard, too. Like, working in, the, in how, like, where we do. Like, knowing those kind of things. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's so competitive. And, and it is crazy that, like. They say a lot of times, like, casting, like, they don't know what they want until they see it. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, how am I supposed to match that? Like, how do I know? But that's the thing. Like, you just have to go in and do your best and, like, literally forget about everything else. So Yeah. And I think that it's really easy to do that. But it was just the other so day. I was hard. like, I couldn't get past it. Yeah. You know. Especially when you have your heart set on it. Like. Mm-hmm. But I think that goes for kind of, like, rejection. And I can't talk rejection in general. Yeah. Across the board. There's so many different types. mm -hmm. Like this whole time that you're talking about that, I think of, um, I, I guess this isn't necessarily like the traditional sense of rejection, but I'm looking for a house Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I very much feel rejected when like it doesn't work. Like a house falls through or like it doesn't work out or like that wasn't the one but I had my heart set on it Mm -hmm. I had all these plans I'm like this I'm gonna do this in the master bedroom the kitchen I'm gonna renovate this do you think this wall is integral to the structure of the house could I knock it out like I have all these plans Mm -hmm. to move in and then it it's sold or right or I like something happens and it's just like ugh crap like I have to start over and I have to start my my search again like mm-hmm. and you just don't know what's going to be out there you don't know what roles are going to come for you next you don't know yeah. when you're going to get your next audition you, I don't know when the next house that I actually you know or anything is going to come and um I guess like similar thing like with my parents like they have been under contract with their house like multiple times now that they've since they've been on the market and every time it falls through like my mom just like gets so upset and like mm-hmm. you know she, it's because it's like you think it's gonna pan out the way you think and then god's like psych yeah so it is hard and i guess it's not necessarily like like i said the traditional sense of rejection but it is like a letdown yeah well it's a setback and it's a setback and and it just kind of shows you like how like not in charge we are of it but mm-hmm. it's still hard it's like how am i supposed to make plans and like bounce back from this and move forward knowing that this could happen again right so what do you do like what's your mindset right now for moving forward with like I mean do you just keep trucking or are you like do you reset or yeah I it's funny just because I not the other day thought like I'm quitting like I that didn't really (laughs) cross my mind but it did but I get it but I did think that, that like, back. there oh. are people that will take an experience like this and quit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And it's so cliche, but all I kept hearing that day was something's better. Something is coming mm-hmm. that's better around the corner. 
And it's like, I know, I know. Like, I, it was making me emotional thinking about it because it's like, I know there is. And maybe that's a naive way to think. But no. for me, I will go insane if I don't always think of the glass half full mm-hmm. or stay positive because, like, having, like, hope and faith that it will work out, that's, like, what keeps me going. Right. And I don't know how people could do it without that. I mean, yeah, it's like, why would you even, like want to live life if you didn't think that there was like so much magic still in this world yeah. you know like there's so much pot like as much as the like negative things that are happening around us like mm-hmm. there's so much positive that like just doesn't go talk it like goes unnoticed or like not talked about as much or like i'm like there's so much like hope and like light left in the world there is yeah that like why would anyone want to live if they didn't think that you know exactly. even if it's a small glimmer of hope in your heart like we all, I feel like, have that. And we have to keep that. Mm-hmm. And we have to spark it in others, too. Because especially in times like this, like, it's hard to keep that faith and that hope when there's so much negativity. But it's, like, I think the important thing to remember is the more we can, like, fan each other's flames. And, like, yeah. keep each other lit to make, like, not lit. Well, I guess lit. lit. <laughs> you know, like, as much as we can keep each other elevated in that that positivity like that's what the world needs right now and I think that's important to note especially on topics like this like with rejection like that is a part of the cycle Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that's the end and that doesn't mean that's the point of the cycle like it's just part of it right like you're like you said like you're someone is writing a role for you right now like this exact moment (laughs) or like maybe it's already written and they're looking for you but I just know that like it's coming for you and Mm -hmm you believe that and you know it and your heart and your cells that it's coming and I think this process also just like prepares you for yeah. that because not it's not like we have to go through the hardships to to be in like to get to those amazing places but I think it helps humble you a little bit to be like okay well this wasn't what I thought but like that's gonna make your joy or like your your success is so much more joyful yeah, I agree. And I think that, I mean, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I'm very mm-hmm. spiritual and not um, part of my life. And so I think for me, it's just thinking, okay, you know, it sucks. Just going to let it happen. I'm going to be disappointed and let myself be that way. But at the same time, I have no idea what doors are going to open from this because yeah. it was a very well-known casting office. And that I haven't gotten to go in for and that's kind of why I kept going back to like I just want to do good work because even if this doesn't work out there's no telling what they could keep me in mind right. for they'll see that yeah that and ethic. yeah and it's just getting in front of more faces and um there's so many projects being made at all times crazy and it's if, so crazy right and so I'm just like that's that's kind of how I keep going it's just like okay well you know what I have to keep working hard and I've been reading a lot of um or I guess I've been noticing more quotes lately that have to do with luck Mm. and it's um I can't think of like one off the top of my head like word for word lucky charms lucky magically delicious (laughs) um but I like most of them talk about it's not necessarily um like someone just being lucky it's like being in the vicinity of luck Mm. like if you work hard enough and you you know do the best you can you create opportunities for yourself and that's how luck happens it's not like you were just born this way it's just because you're doing the right things and you're being proactive in order to receive it yeah and that's kind of my mentality like it has to be at least for me it has to be my mentality to just think of like well I'm just gonna keep going and work hard because eventually it's gonna work out yeah yeah and this is, like, just the beginning for you, too. Like, I know you've been doing it for a long time. But, like, this is, like, I feel like you're just getting into, like, your full swing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, not even the peak yet because you're, like, I don't know. It just feels like the more things you go for, like, the closer you seem to be getting to, mm-hmm. like, the idea, like, your perfect role. Not even just your ideal role. But it's, like, I know you thought this was it. But it's, like, it seems more, like, the more you go out for like the more that it's kind of like I know we talked about it all today but like you're manifesting it I feel like yeah like in a way like 
you're literally calling to me from the outside what it seems like like you're calling in things that are like you're getting closer like you're getting Mm -hmm. hotter (laughs) like so I just feel like this is literally and that's the thing too like I think that I mean obviously I guess you only like I don't know it's not like you can only book one role at a time but like ideally if you booked like your dream role like would you still go and I like if you got an audition for something else would you go audition or like how does that work I think it really just depends I don't fully know but I think that if you have the time and you're willing to do it why not I think for me I would just be so grateful for anything that would come up and if it's a good project regardless of whether it pays a lot of money or um, even if it was free I think if I really felt passionate about it and I loved it I would want to do it just right. because I mean yes the money's nice but I'm not in for it right for that yeah and um or in it for that rather and um yeah so I don't know I think it really comes down to like scheduling and what you can do and right. then by that point you have a say I feel like when you're starting out or even like in my case like I'm kind of just willing to take jobs that I like I still do have a say in like what I'm comfortable in right but I'm not, I'm not like Meryl Streep, obviously, where I can just like, like, oh, I don't need to do that. Right. You know, but I think it, I feel like kind of the luck thing though, it doesn't only apply to actors because I know everybody listening is not in the film industry. I feel like it applies to kind of just life in general and Mm -hmm. anything you do. I think it applies to dating. I think it applies to, you know, a promotion and your company and just any part of just receiving opportunities. I think that that's the mentality I hope that everybody has instead of just thinking of it as like well you know like if it happens it happens or yeah oh my god I thought about that the other day I always feel like when people say um what is it it's it almost just sounds like a cop-out but I know it's not and no one means it that way or not everyone means it that way it's like um whatever's meant to be will be and I like as much as I love that and I say that too I'm just like but is that a cop-out for just not trying? Like, mm-hmm. is, like, I don't ever want to be, like, whatever's meant for me will come my way, even though I believe that wholeheartedly, but I don't mean that as, like, a, I'm not going to try. Like, right. you have to still try and, like, be moving forward and upward because, I don't know, I just wonder, like, I think about the all, this is such an off tangent, like, this is a tangent I'm going off on, but, like, I always wonder if, like, you know, like, they say, like, what's for you will never miss you but like what if it did miss you because you weren't like yeah at your full potential or mm-hmm. I don't know like you can't really think about that because it'll be a rabbit hole but I do think about that sometimes and like when people say like well if it was meant to be it would be and I'm like okay but that doesn't mean you can't not try I think of it as like a door that is going to be open for me no one and nothing can close it if it's my door to walk through yeah like I make it more personal like Again, I do believe that, not to get, like, too religious, but I do believe that, like, God gives us the tools to go for things if we're willing to take it. I don't believe that you can just sit on the couch and think, like, whatever is meant to be will be. Like, if it's mine, it's supposed to happen. But if you're not being proactive and you're not taking those tools and um, chasing after something then it's not going to come to you. Yeah. But I think if you do persist and you work hard and you do absolutely whatever you can, any door that is yours to walk through, no no one's going to close it. That yeah. is your door. That is your opportunity. That's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, so it's like... And because it's all time. Because if you don't get up and walk through the door, like, yeah, it'll still be open, but it's like if you're not op- walking through the door that's meant for you, like, of course, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get there. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's... Um, you know, I think that kind of can save you from that rabbit hole of like, well, did I miss something? Did I, you know, it's yeah. because I also believe that everything is about timing yeah. and you know, it's like, I mean, Monday, I hated the fact that I didn't have that, but I was like, okay, well, it's not my time, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it was again, a hard pill to swallow, but it was just like, okay, well, if it's, if it's not for me, then I do not want it. Mm-hmm. I only want it if it is perfectly for me at the right time and if I am like in a place where I'm willing to receive it right yeah so. I think too um like so I guess the way that I've or I guess I don't even I can't really speak to how I have dealt with rejection in the past because it's been so different and I just feel like I was such a different I mean I was a different person like 
even yesterday. Like, I feel like I'm constantly evolving and growing. But um, now how I look at rejection, I guess, like, I mean, there's so many different types. But I think that the important thing, like, if I had to give advice to someone or offer it, I, I feel like I'd say, like, to really, like, learn to sit with your emotions, mm-hmm. knowing that, I mean, like, this too shall pass, but, like, you will move through it yeah a lot easier if you can just learn to sit with it rather than suppressing it but also like I mean even around my birthday like when I was like having a whole like (laughs) crisis of just like what have I done with my life I was like I need to sit with this Mm -hmm. and really feel it and like just really learn from it Mm -hmm. and because there's a lesson in everything and learning what this was teaching me um so that I could learn and move move past it. Like, right. not just, like, try to suppress it and have it come back later. But, like, um, we're literally moving through time and space, like, continually. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, knowing that it's okay to feel, to not always feel good. Yeah. Um, is so crucial. Like, knowing that it's not always going to be roses and sunshine. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that there's going to be those moments where you feel really low. But, like, you're going to feel good again. Like, you're going to move through it, and you're going to survive, and it's just, like, getting through that, um, I feel like to get through it, you have to know, like, okay, this is just where I am right now, Mm -hmm. and, like, I just need to let it be what it is. Yeah. And then know that I'm going to be good again. Like a breakup. (laughs) Like a breakup. Yes, exactly. I mean, you literally go through the ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. of life, but it's, like, with everything, like, you have to know that it's not, you're not always going to be bad. You're not always going to be good, but you're going to be good again if you're bad. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally, like, I know I keep saying, I feel like I'm saying the same things, but it's that's definitely the advice I'd offer to someone because I feel like people get so caught up and they that's how they get in a rut because they think, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, it didn't work out. And they go in the circle of, like... Negativity. Yeah, and, and just, like, it didn't work out. Okay, It'll never sad. work out. It's yeah. not meant, you know. Yeah, you can't do that because that's where people get stuck and I think they, like, they do lose hope and the joy and the magic of it all because they get stuck in that cycle of, like, and and going back and, like, rehashing a, something that didn't work out is also, like, I get that's part of some people's grieving process 100%, but you have to learn when to cut it off and to, like, right. you can't keep going back for, like, well, oh, I wish I did get it. It would have been so perfect for this reason, too. But, like, no, you have to be, like, okay, like, I didn't get it and it didn't work out and that sucks and I'm really sad I'm gonna let it like I'm gonna sit with this emotion and then I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna go I've even learned like or I'm still working on it but I've learned how to like when I have a negative thought or something like that's upsetting me come into my mind I immediately try to rewire my brain to like okay I'm having this negative thought what's something positive that Mm -hmm. happened today or like what's something good that I love like I'll just even, like, look at my sweet, precious baby Kai Kai and just be like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so, so many blessings around me. And it's, like, yeah. rewiring really, truly works. But um, it takes a lot of practice. But it's, like, being able to to know what your triggers are for, mm-hmm. like, those things. To know, like, okay, I'm dwelling on this thought way too long. I'm dwelling on this rejection. I'm dwelling on this breakup. Like, and, and, and rewiring. Not only, like in your brain but like energetically like Mm -hmm. really feel those feelings that come from like rewiring to something happy like feel Mm -hmm. the joy and like come from that place of love of like okay there is good in the world still and like it I don't know it really helps me so I just feel like that is something that I mean I'm obviously still working on but I feel like if I had to like tell anyone that was like dealing with like any kind of rejection or like um a rerouting in life per se mm-hmm. um to just yeah know that it's gonna pass and yeah. like there's so much more on the other side of of this lesson that you're learning right now like there's so much more yeah I actually this is gonna sound so nerdy but I have <laughs> say it girl I have um and this was not my idea I took it from somebody else um I guess over a couple of years ago but... you better cite your sources in the APA guidelines <laughs> at the end <laughs> show notes um but I have a happy list in my phone like in a little in like in your notes I live for notes me too girl I used to never use it let's do an episode where we just read our notes we really should we're doing that next week 
it's going to be a little different than the <laughs> theme, but we'll somehow relate it in. But that's get personal. That's incredible. I have a lot of funny ones. Um, that's a great idea. We should really do that. We're doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Decided. Um, but yeah, I have a happy list in my phone and it's long. It's just like little bullet points of things that make me happy. And like some of them are common sense, but I'll go back and add it. And I'm pretty sure I did that Monday. I was like, what was what were happy things that mm-hmm. I loved about today? And I hadn't updated it in a while. So mm. I added like I added Danny to it oh. because Danny was, you know, like or having a roommate, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. little things like that. And it it helps because and then you can look back through other things like I had on there, like clean sheets, like yes. really, you know, yeah. like small things, but it's just like, oh wait, like yeah. whenever I wrote this, this was happening, mm-hmm. like things are turning around, like, you know. Yeah. There's always something better around the corner. And um, I love, like, this quote. It's from, like, a really, like, old, like, kids movie I used to watch. But I always remember this quote, and it's, there's much more good in the world than there is bad. Mm. And, like, I choose to believe that and mm-hmm. live life by that. So I try so hard to, like, be grateful for those little things because, in a way, I think that's kind of what makes the world go round is mm-hmm. if, you know, gratitude and just, you know... Because anything that you think for yourself, you're going to reflect that on other people. Mm-hmm. Regardless whether it's negative or positive, like, you're going to have an effect. So why not take those things that make you happy and think mm-hmm. about them and add to a list and, you know, just be like, oh, my gosh, you know, I really do love cats. <laughs> I love cats. <laughs> as like, dumb as that is, but it's just like, you know, it's like those little things like you like you were saying they turn your negatives into positives and it's just like getting your mind on like a good track or working Mm -hmm. really really hard towards something and reaching a goal like yeah you know I feel like and like you know I feel like I'm going in circles I do think too like um like when you're in a rut or sad or depressive state like whatever it is I think taking that time to create lists like that is really good because you know they're gonna work because you're doing it from your lowest point Mm -hmm. like think of the things like that can make you happy at this stage in your life because if you make the list and not that it doesn't work but if you make the list when you're super happy in a great place like that's great but it's also not maybe going to um like um uh what's the word like reach those triggers or right you know like it may not stimulate anything when you're in that really sad state or like really like you're depressed like yeah it's it, I think cre- taking the time to do that when you're sad and in your lowest state is really where the magic can happen because like you'll realize like oh yeah like that does sound really good right now like or buying myself some flowers right now like actually would brighten up my room and like Every time I look at them, like, I'll remember, like, I'm strong. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm an independent woman. (laughs) You know, just, like, whatever it is that you need to do, I think doing it from your lowest point kind of, um, and and making those lists, like you said, like, or I don't even know, whatever it is, like, write it down, take note, that's such great advice because when you, you know, inevitably you'll get into some sort of rut again in life, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just how it is, that you can look back and be like, okay, I made this list when I was sad. Right. Like, I know it works. And maybe it'll be different, but, I mean, it'll be something that, like, you can remember and recall of, like, okay, and it reminds you, I got through that last really freaking hard time. Like, I'm a survivor. I can get through this. Like, no matter what it is, like, just knowing to, like, looking back on all those things and... All the breakups that, like, you thought were going to, like, end your life or, like, there was, like, oh, he was the one and, like, you just laugh about now. It's, like, mm-hmm. just think back to those and, like, you survived those and you're so much stronger and a different person now that it's, like, just think about all those things, too. Like, whenever you feel yeah, lower. For sure. Do you, this kind of, like... A slightly off topic but I feel like we're just getting all types off topic and I don't even care don't you're even... welcome <laughs> have you watched um Eliza like the stand-up comedian yes have you seen Elder Millennial no but I keep meaning to watch it on Netflix Becky it's the best one I know I, I keep literally getting I watch it as if I'm like like a TED talk I I like I'm like yes like taking notes yes. because it's all I keep forgetting so, it's all so applicable and real to like especially if you're a girl because it's like she it's like she's getting inside my mind but I love that she the main story or I guess theme of the special is like it's all about like dating and but it's so funny at one point because she talks about like how when girls get rejected it 
hurt <laughs> like to our core yeah. like so badly yeah. and she's like guys it doesn't hurt them because they're so used to being rejected it's like <laughs> when was the last time you were rejected and it's like you mean like on the uber five minutes drive ago here, like at the box office like when like give me specifics whereas girls it's like we don't like go out of our way to like there's such a put ourselves out there because we're not used to it because when we get rejected it hurts. well and we're brought up and it's like taught to aspire for marriage uh-huh. and so like that's like our wired goal is like marriage yeah. where guys don't really have that same goal i mean not to say that's not different these days but like literally from like generations past it's like yeah you're gonna grow up and you're gonna get married and you're gonna be a wife and it's like well and she even says she's like she's like she talks about it she's like and on a biological level i mean really when a guy rejects you he's not only rejecting you but he's rejecting your eggs literally all 20 million (gasps) you don't want my eggs (laughs) how good you but it's so true and it's so funny i'm like you don't want to wake up to this every morning for the rest of your life what's wrong with you i'm beautiful i'm so pretty <laughs> even when i wake up after a night of drinking honestly sometimes i feel like i look better when i wake up after drinking like my lips were really plump the other day and i was mm-hmm. like wait this dehydrated look looks good huh? <laughs> me sweetie <laughs> okay and like your makeup's still a little bit on because you didn't get it all off it's like whenever you do a messy bun when you're not trying and that's when they look the best, the best. and then the next day you go to work and like I'm just gonna do like a little messy butt look and not like really try and then you it never works never like I tried the hardest and I my arms my arms hurt now from being literally in a a vertical angle for 30 minutes in my bathroom I used all my hairspray your arms hurt so badly I mean I grew muscles in places I didn't even know I could grow muscles my hair has muscles from trying to stick in the position I'm trying to put it in for this bun uh, there, yeah. There was a shirt while we're talking about messy buns. There was a shirt I saw at Anthropology the other day, and I was like, I have to have this. It was like the horoscope of messy buns, and it was like little doodles of like like little like women's like heads. But it was like and you know like the zodiac though. Yeah, like what diff- was cancer. Well, it was. It didn't have like the zodiac, but oh. it was like you know if your hair's like in this type of messy bun, it was like you are persistent. Oh, if you were in God. this type of messy bun, it was like means business yes and i was like oh my god wait but i need there were like 12 different ones i was like how did they come up with this many doodles like i didn't even know (laughs) there are that many messy buns it was amazing honestly anyway (laughs) back to rejection (laughs) when your hair rejects you that's probably the most unbearable type of rejection that there oh no 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 (laughs) this is the most this is this is okay on okay on a soul level on a really I gotta deep. get really close to the mic to tell you this nothing hurts worse than when you pick your pet up and take it to your room put it down to cuddle it and it walks out <laughs> that hurts worse than anything else well, because that's the one creature in this world that is supposed to love you unconditionally honestly and give you all the love in the world at any time you ask for it honestly and they walk away you're like mm, i'm good oh god my heart still hurts from that one time there are tears in her eyes it's clearly triggering uh, talking about it triggered <laughs> but truly there is nothing worse. So just remember that. Next time you're rejected. Side note, one time. <laughs> we're just getting it all off topic and I love it. Alright, so uh, I'm going to post this actually. After I after this podcast airs, I'm going to post this um, screenshot that I still have. One time, I had an Uber. The Uber pulls up and they text, any luggage? Question mark. What? I go, just emotional baggage <laughs> but nothing else <laughs> i didn't send it though i did type it out why i didn't want to get in the car for the next 20 minutes and the driver would be like this freaking girl she's one of those she did it for the gram did it for the gram Ugh. i honestly do not understand how your mind works because you are so vast and witty with things like that thank you it's like a plus b equals c like in your mind like baggage no no a plus b equals x equals x i was really bad at math 
<laughs> I'm so bad at it. Yeah, but it's like, no, but thank you. But you know what I mean? Like, you think, like, luggage, baggage, emotional baggage, joke. Like, you think, <laughs> like it, that's, like, oh, how your brain works, but it's oh. not even about that. It's, like, with puns. It's with everything. I don't know how you do it so fast. Thank you. I don't know either. Can't wait to read your book. Yes. Oh, my God. I have a note in my notes to my future children. And, um... We read it to you already, but I'll read it to the podcast next week. That's a great segment. It is. I think that's a hit. I do Cause, too. Just because I know what my notes contain, and you guys are going to be like, what? Honestly, Honestly, that tells you a lot about a person, though. It does. I can't wait. And BuzzFeed actually does this as a segment. And it's like, what's oh, your first note? wow. I thought we were geniuses. But they don't go through all of them, so we could pick like the best ones. <sighs> okay, yeah, top five from each or something. It's like whenever in junior high you did those notes on Facebook. I don't know if you ever did those, but it was Girl, like, like, who did is the last I? person you texted? Did I? Who, who is number Ooh. five? in your content oh girl oh <laughs> oh wait we're doing that as a segment on a whole i will reactivate my facebook for that literally last time i did this to myself <laughs> i went through facebook and i looked at old posts i literally i have chills right now thinking about it i wanted to throw up it's the cringiest thing i've ever seen i don't know how we ever had friends i don't know why i ever went outside did we? Honestly. <laughs> Did we even? We were inside making Facebook posts. If any of you knew me when I was in grades 7 through... 12. Honestly. For me. Honestly, 12. For me. Um, Thank you so much for being my friend. Also, um, I don't know why you ever texted me back because I think I only texted in all caps and paragraphs at all times. Oh, and like, all caps? Like everything. And I do that okay. now, but ironically... Here was, here was what I did. Instead of a comma... Were, or no, 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 no. An apostrophe. I did like the weird, like, it, it's not the asterisk, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a different, I don't even know what the punctuation like the is called. It's like a, yeah. It, I, know I did that about. with a space. Hmm. And then space after the, the end of the sentence, period. Hmm. <laughs> what? I don't know. It was like a thing. It's like it, a MySpace and Zanga thing with like my friends. Zanga. I never yeah. had a MySpace, but I had a Zanga. How did you have a MySpace? you skip it? Yeah. Okay, and then we also need to talk about AOL and some Messenger. Why do they call it that? It's Honestly, AIM. let's talk about this now. What have... was your okay. Messenger name right now? Three, I two, several. one. The best one was Becky X3. <laughs> no, no, it was X3 as the B. That's how I do my name as a heart now. as my signature. But it's it was like Becky with like three Ys. My friend made it up for me, and I just kept it. I honestly love that. But I also had Pink Moose 23 with two eyes. <laughs> Two eyes. Pink moose because Abercrombie, and I thought doing the eyes, the double eyes was cute in 23. Oh my gosh, those are amazing. Mine was Tennis Princess 123. Tennis? Did you play tennis? I did for a hot second. How did I know? Wow, we're talking about the age of rejection. This the- is perfect. We full circle. Full circle. Great. Age of rejection. We're going to talk about rejection in the freaking early y2k years those were like the real years of being rejected by boys and honestly i know why after looking at what i, I mean i get it but we were all like that the boys were flipping their polo collars like there was That's not true. a big standard all the abercrombie and hollister shirt <laughs> you did not Ew. live unless Ew. you had that in a coach purse uh, at my school oh a coach purse no 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 before that though did you guys Junior have Burke? guess which one where are we going no not name brand it was those purses that had like the giraffe print and the different colors. Ew. Did you guys have those? No. We had those. And I loved this one purse so we hard. dead wearing that. It was <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. And then before that, it was like those Kool-Aid purses that you made with the Kool-Aid. You didn't. Oh. Okay. I was like, oh, Yes. God. I had one of those. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We're yeah. going back. Vera Badley was also Vera Badley. <laughs> Vera Badley. Wait. No, no, no. Oh my god. The off-brand of Vera Bradley is Vera Baddie. <laughs> Did I say that just now? Vera Bradley. Um, I'm never going to forget this as long as I live. Honestly, I'm going to call it name Sarah Kinder. I don't know if you even remember me. Oh my god. <laughs> Hashtag. Literally never going to forget this. Sarah to Kinder. this day, I was walking out of my junior high cafeteria. Ramsey Junior High. And I was with my three best friends and we all had vera bradley lunch boxes because <gasps> same i still bring mine to work you've yeah, seen it obviously hope garden's the best print by far sure next and um we were not the only ones that had these lunch boxes but we just happened to be in the vicinity of 
the divas, said person. the mean girls. Oh. They were not the mean girls. But were you the mean girl? I wasn't. Okay, good. I don't even know what I would be categorized. I was by, just an honestly. outcast, honestly. I don't I had even, different friends in different groups. I like knew people and I definitely had friends, but I think we were all so comfortable with just being like the five of us that mm-hmm. we really didn't care past yeah. that. Yeah. But I remember walking out of that cafeteria holding my lunchbox and she goes, Grace, is that a Vera Bradley lunchbox? Oh, this trend has got to go. <gasps> I kid you. Sarah not. Kinder said that? Yes. And honestly, if you're listening. Beast. I know you're a lovely person. I don't mean anything bad. We're not this. bashing you. But I. But think, why would you say that? To but crazy. it's what, and it wasn't to me. It was just like in the air. Mm. But I thought it was so funny, and it's like ingrained in my memory. Like That's crazy. Vera Bradley lunchbox. Like the trend's got to go, but it didn't. It I came still in full carried force. that Vera Bradley lunchbox. I still have. The small duffel, the large duffel. <laughs> I have a duffel literally above I our have heads. so many still. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, one, no one will buy them, but I just love them. Like, they're dinky and, like, yes. Yeah. Take it on a, the weekender tote. Like, and I don't go anywhere, most but. colorful. Yeah, super sweet. I have the, bl- it's like the blue paisley print, and then I had the pink paisley print. My mom had a bunch, so I just kind of inherited it, but. Mm-hmm. I have, like, right now, um, like, purple and blue is, like, where I'm mm. going for. Do I, like, restock on Vera Bradley? I'm going to say I don't now. Yeah, I don't. But I do have the Weekender bag, like you said, God bless, and, um, God like, bless, a little, like, a little, like, makeup bag to go. Yeah, oh, my God. I still use my blue makeup bag. Because they're the best in their line. I only remember. Hope Garden was just my favorite, but I can't remember the blue, the name of the blue that I have. It's like I don't know. Paper. It was, like, blue and purple. It was, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Anyways, um. We will never reject that trend. No. We love you, Vera. Vera <laughs> Baddie. We come for you. Vera Baddie. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Um, okay, but also back to AOL Instant Messenger. What was your best away message? Go. I honestly have no idea. Okay, mine was... <clears throat> um, making my mini XX dot 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 text it with three t's the only person online mm-hmm. was my brother and i <laughs> by making my mini i meant i was cutting up hollister jeans to be a mini skirt and making you, you did not <laughs> <laughs> And you know how low-rise Hollister jeans are, so it was basically a ba- a headband by the time a <laughs> denim headband by the time i got done with it ew cringiest making honestly. my mini making my mini xx dot 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 text it and you thought Ew. you were the hottest thing that's ever was hot shit in seventh grade i was like yes. oh i am everybody wants me no honestly nothing. if i could go back in time nothing would make me happier than to go back to middle school at your middle school Ugh. and to just talk to you just one conversation i mean honestly i like to talk to me too because what the heck was i thinking I honestly don't even want to, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to forget it. Middle school was really rough. It was rough. My friends and I, we would literally write on each other's Facebook walls. I kid you not, literal novels. <laughs> yes. An hour that was after thing. we saw each other. That was a generational other. thing. That it was, was a generational was like, thing. Hey, Gracie Poo. Because texting wasn't, oh, we didn't have unlimited data yet. We didn't have unlimited so data. So we only had like we had, five texts per month. We only had minutes. Minutes? My yes. mom, my mom still makes that reference. She's like, yeah. is this going to waste your minutes? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Debs, Debs, we've moved past that. It's almost 2020. Like Everyone has unlimited now. We've evolved. But truly, I mean, that was why we did it though. I know. And that's why we were still like, AOL, like AOL was like the thing. Facebook was my literal for a good bit yeah and now to say the word facebook makes me like yeah i'm like cringe. it's so obsolete it's so obsolete Blech. like have you been on instagram <laughs> i'm like what's facebook honestly I, rejecting facebook i'm also rejecting twitter i never really got behind yeah. it except to follow one celebrity that i really liked <laughs> because i wanted to hear his thoughts Britney Spears. or read his thoughts but who was uh, it greg Solkin. he's still prominent like he still like works and stuff he was on wizards of Waverly place oh Okay. You know. Okay, okay. So you followed him and that was it? Yeah. Well, I followed like other people and I think I tried to like commit but I couldn't and I tweeted a bit, but it's yeah, it's just like I never tweeted though. Like I just, oh, just followed. To, I just wanna oh. see what people said. And now we have Instagram stories and not that I like stuck with Twitter for that long because I hated the format. I hated that you had to like click on links yeah. like back in the day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm really just trying to condense my... Like, I even deleted my Snapchat. I deactivated my Facebook. And I'm going to delete my Twitter. I just haven't used it in a while. But I'm, like, I'm hesitant to delete it. Because at least with Facebook, you can reactivate. But Mm -hmm. Twitter, I'm like, well, I mean, if I ever said something funny, like, it's gone now. But... Danny still gets on Twitter. I'm like, what are you I know a lot of people that do. And I'm like... She's like, you're missing quality I know. I got on there the other day. And I'm like, huh? Like, Chrissy Teigen still tweets and... Uh, I don't know. I just... It's going to be gone in the next... Yeah. I would say by 2022. I want everything to be Instagram. I know that sounds really... They're... Prejudice, but I just... Yeah. And they... love Instagram. Maybe I should buy stock of Instagram. Who knows? I mean, that's not the worst idea you've ever had. Yeah. I need to up my stock game real bad. I'm really sad I sold my Disney stock. It was a stupid choice. Anyways, I don't know why you would ever sell it. Well, I Disney. was young and wanted the money for probably a Michael Kors purse. I never had a Michael Kors purse. I opened my first credit card and bought my first Michael Kors because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I was working at I was working at Houston's at the time. I was making good money, um, and so I was like, I know I could pay it off. So I was like, I thought I was balling though. Like, no, I wasn't. I worked there for like three months, if that. Like. And, um, yeah, ended up selling it to, like, Plato's Closet or something a few years later for, like, ten bucks. Or something. For ten bucks? Yeah, I mean, I'd had it. I used that thing everywhere. I drug it up and down the streets of Atlanta. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but, yeah. Anyways, um. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thank you so much <laughs> for coming to Gracie's Closet. Um, we will be back next week with some really fun topics they may or may not have anything to do we may or may not stay on a theme like this was fun low pressure good vibes we talked about real stuff but then we also talked about fun stuff so we're just gonna see um what happens right feel free to pour yourself a glass of wine next time because yes i highly recommend we did that tonight and it worked great only if you're driving maybe don't but don't do that if yeah yeah uh, Mm. don't pour yourself a glass of wine i'm just kidding mentally or like when you get home do it like as a reward for listening to bring us into your living room with you and we'll it'll be like we're there sharing the experience and i want you to give your best goodbye in the most soothing voice possible thank you for tuning in to (laughs) becca that was really good i need you to commit thank you for tuning in to hot 1079 this is the quiet story. Why am I doing it like they're calling the call center? <laughs> I don't know. How to- okay, okay, I got it. Got it. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us this week on Gracie and Becky's podcast. We'll be back next week, so be sure to tune in and subscribe, comment, share, and send all your love. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. cringing. I'm cringing. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Do it. Thank you so much. We appreciate all of our followers. Feel free to listen again next week and we love you so much bye okay we're gonna do some asmr now (laughs) (laughs) okay all right well thank you guys love you lot love you lots what'd you say earlier i i l y m l i no (laughs) i'm dyslexic (laughs) i l y m i l i m i l i ilia millie ilia millie a million, a million, a million, a million. All right, bye.